Wrestling Realm presents Wrestling for the Culture, where we highlight pro wrestlers and pro wrestling personalities of color. Here's your host, Brian H. Waters. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Wrestling for the Culture. Happy New Year, the first one of 2022. And on the line, I got a huge guest, somebody you've seen him everywhere. You've seen him on the WWE Network. You've seen him on Peacock. You've seen him on YouTube. And if you're following at TZ Jones, you've seen him on Twitter and Instagram. And that is the one and only Montezzi is in the building. What's up, bro? How you feeling? Man, the wrestling realm, man. I am so glad to be here, brother. You know, we are long overdue. I'm feeling good. I'm in great spirits. God is good, lively. I got, got, took a fresh shower. I did an hour and a half on my bike to get some cardio. I went over my, uh, uh, my son rap lyrics, and I'm doing good. Awesome, man. You know, I'm, at, you know, like I'm glad to finally get you on here. You know, you've um, one of the most renowned artists. You know, it's a lot of people out there we hear about the wrestlers right but what people don't understand is especially in the debt nowadays ever since the 90s right that the music is just as important and in some cases more important to a wrestler's character than sometimes their gear their moves their presentation the music is the first thing people hear and so you've produced a lot of theme music for people uh, I would say three but uh, more in a lot of these major wrestling networks right and on the mm-hmm. indies um, I want to talk about how did you get involved in you know when did your love for music start and when did your love for wrestling start and when did you realize you could bring them together great question man I oh man I've been a fan of music before actually let me take that back I was a wrestling fan before I was a music fan um, I remember watching my first pay-per-view I ended up watching was, uh, SummerSlam, excuse me, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 8, 1992, went to Hughes Dome, Jake the Snake versus Undertaker, Bret Hart versus, uh, Roddy Piper, mm-hmm. um, Macho Man versus Ric Flair, Sid, Sid Justice, yes, Sid Justice, versus, uh, Hulk Hogan when the Ultimate Warrior came out, and man, that, that Macho Man and Ric Flair story was still my favorite storyline to this day. Anything regarding Elizabeth and Macho Man is like my favorite storylines. Because okay. any man would any man would react that way, heel or face. So um I love it. Uh my my question of music in the household. So I was never the person that said, Hey, my dad played this and my mom played this. It was never that. I just grew with the infatuation of the words and the beats. I just grew infatuated with it. And when I was younger in my early teens, I had to um I had to learn how to teach myself teach music. And I, I never took music classes. I started with a notepad, like anybody else. I started writing rhymes, and good God, I was bad. Oh, <laughs> but it was bad, dude. I got to find so that notebook. Funny. All artists say the same thing about their first content, right? Like we 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 talked offline about our good friend uh, Blake Bliss Photography. He'll tell you the same thing about his first set of pictures, right? Um, me and my co-host yeah. Dwayne will tell you that about our first season of the Wrestler Room, how we looking at it now. But it's funny, you know. You're saying the same thing that your rhymes were bad, dude. I thought <laughs> I thought I was like, how can I say this? I was like, to live quality mixed with like Fifty Cent. I imagine how that would sound, like a gangster, 
a gangster revolutionary backpack rapper. Like it was bad. <laughs> I don't know who I was. I was like real muscular, I was like real jacked up shape. I thought I was 50 cent. And okay. I like had the knowledge, so I thought to live quality. So everything was like it had to be a big word. Revelations, preparation, segregation, like everything. It had to be this big extravagant word. Like it wasn't a big word, it didn't matter. So you know, that's the way I wrote. But you know, when I transferred it into wrestling, that's mm-hmm. when I feel like the 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 bell clicked off. You know what I mean? I um I was previously signed to a development deal to 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 a label, and um, I was let go from them in my early twenties. So I was a free agent for a long time, and when I left that record label, I was kind of stuck. You know what I mean? I was like, man, what am I gonna do? So one day I'm watching the Shield debut on TV. I see I see the guy in the middle is the big powerhouse Roman Reigns. I'm like, who's this guy? I ended up watching him watching him on TV for about a year. The time I wrote I wrote Roman Reigns. Heart of a Warrior, the day after the 2014 Royal Rumble. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, because it came out February 28th of 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 2014 Royal Rumble, Jan, like February 1st, I started writing Heart of a Warrior, and I took about a month to finish that song. Now, now let's just put that in context, yeah. right? Just for wrestling context. That's the Royal Rumble, not the one where he was booed, but the one where it was him and Batista. Right, yeah, him and Batista. You had started breaking up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, him and Batista and fans. People will say that's the one fans wanted him to win. When it was more so, they just didn't want Batista to win because everybody wanted Daniel Bryan. At. But you wrote okay, mm-hmm. so you wrote that, the that was that the month. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I wrote it for a month, and um, I never, I mean, I know I don't really, you know, talk, songs don't really take that long. But I said, you know what, I'm gonna go on Wikipedia. I'm gonna learn about this dude, and I found this this, this catchy beat. Something that it was like the beat was named after this one wrapped it up like this. But I was like, you know what? Let me try it. So then the Heart of Warrior beat that you hear now, I wrote it and just tried to tell a story about him and it ended up taking off. So I, I, I then I say, you know what? I'm looking, I'm looking at ways to stay relevant. I'm looking at ways of capitalizing on this song that's streaming real well. I said, you know what? I need to go into these locker rooms and start asking these guys to do songs for free. Mm-hmm. I don't want no money. Hey, how are you, man? My name is such and such. Started from the bottom. Went to uh, shot the MCW. Went up to Drolix. Went up to all those guys. Ken McBride. I mean, you name it. It's guys that listened to rap or didn't didn't matter. I just went up to him and say, "If you need anything, I'm here. Any musical services?" Leo Rush at the time when he was still Lionel Green. Uh, I mean, so many people was in the locker when I was on the come up and um, added it and just went to the asylum. You know what I mean? I ended up making something for most of that locker room. Uh, I was one of I'm one of uh, Leo Rush's first theme songs he ever had, if not the second or first solo. So you know what I mean? Like it's 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 funny how it works out because you know I'm um, putting in that pain and putting in all that work after all this time. It finally starts to pay off. You know what I mean? When it starts to pay off, you're like, okay, I'm here. So it's been a long journey, bro. It's been almost 15 years. Dang man, that's that's awesome. Now, when did you um, realize? Uh, it, you know, obviously, you talked about when you wasn't that good, but there has to get to a yeah. point where you realize, like, I got a hang of this, and you know, I'm pretty good at what that what I do. When did that moment come for you? Uh, yeah, I'm here now. I'm here. I hear you now. Okay. Yeah, I said, when did that moment come for you when you realized that you was good at what you do? Whew. So I don't. Think I know you humble, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Right, I have to be with you. I'm too humble to a fault, but I have to be honest here. Mm-hmm. 
it was a song I wrote. Oh man. Uh, let me see. Do I remember some of the verse I can rap to? Uh, that was so long ago. It was a uh, year 2000 and. Oh, okay. Here's here's the timing. So I, I started working. I put out my very first album in like 2015 called The Signature. I was going. My first rap name was The Demon. The Demon was my first rap name. Yeah, that's cute, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, as I know, right? <laughs> I know. And because my because I spit evil bars, and um, <laughs> so you know, I uh, I was like, you know, what? I need something else. So I changed my name to The Message. So the message, that was my rap name, the message. And then one day I'm listening to, to Lil Wayne and he goes, he says, Lil Weezy. So then mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'll go by uh, message Monteezy, just Monteezy as like Lil Weezy. So I ended up cutting the, the, the message off and Monteezy is just a play for Montana from Scarface. So, mm. so uh, the very first song, I would say that I got it. It was a song called um, Where I Live. It was on my very first, I was 2006. I was 21 years old. Yeah, I was 21 years old. I started writing when I was like 17, 18. I can say I got nice and I knew I knew I was doing that at 21. Um, the, what, the record that I feel like I I made it, like a record I feel like I made it was Heart of a Warrior, but a song that has like made me feel like I solidified myself was Take Flight with Sammy Girl. I feel like that solidified me. Like, okay. Okay. You're here. You're staying. Hey, that's awesome. Now you've um you've done like you mentioned Sammy Guevara. What was it like when you the first time you heard your music play on a major television network? This is where you know I try to keep it together because it's a little it's not sentimental, but it's emotional. Um, you know, my grandmother has supported me throughout this whole time. She's been my best friend. She is my best friend. You know what I mean? She's still here with us, thank God. Uh, she has been my best friend through this whole process. Whenever I was going through anything in life, keep writing, Antoine. Keep writing. Keep writing, TZ. Keep writing, Antoine. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. Keep writing. Keep writing. So I remember getting the, getting the call from the AEW music program. Shout out Mike Ruckus, AEW, all the music program. Love you guys. You guys are family. Thank you. And he's like, Hey, um, you know we're putting Cody versus Sammy first. You might be the very first or second first second song that's heard in this company ever. I'm like, word? For real? But yeah. Okay. Opening night comes. Me and my grandmother are sitting next to each other. I have my phone out, about to record. And I hear Cody come out. I said, Cody come out. I said, okay, cool. It'll be second. When he came out, when Sammy came out to that music, everything in my world just shut down. And I felt like it was that thing, me in a black room sitting in a chair and just me to stand. I'm like in an interrogation room. And I'm just standing at the TV. It was so surreal. I felt like I was looking at myself. And I'm looking at my grandmother. She's standing up. She's watching. She's like, you did it. You did it. And I'm standing there like, wow, I can't believe my song is on television. I can't believe my song is on television. I'm sitting back like, I can't fathom it. I'm just like, all these thoughts going to my mind, bro. All the hard days, all the hard studio days, all the telling being told no's, and you'll never make it. And you know, you've been replaced, and you know what I mean? You're not respected like that. You know, all the stuff that I heard and I'm hearing, you're not where you think you are, has been so ingrained in me that I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm be able to do this, but once that music, man, it's it's just, it just, dude, I shed so many tears that night, man. I was so happy. 
I was so happy. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that was that was a night. First AEW show in Washington, DC. You know, I was there. And, yeah, and, and, and you know they they, they hear the second music. song ever played. The second song ever played, yeah. man. How, 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 how do you feel knowing who I am or knowing of me? We didn't meet f- formally at the time, like fully. But how'd you feel? Like, how'd you feel like as a fan? If like, you know, knowing one of us had made it, you know what I mean? Like we know people in the same circles. Like, you know, like you just said, if we, we hadn't got a chance to meet formally, but you know, I had heard the name Montezzi from Blake, from Amber, you know, from Strickland all this time, you know, when, when me and Blake was putting together the documentary, you know what I mean? And to know that somebody, you know, it's six degrees of separation. So to know that one of us, yeah. and it was a good brother, had been able to produce content that was going to be heard by millions of people. It was like, man, this is this is what you want. You know, we people, we, we've been rooting for each other for the longest time, you know. And, and, and you know, it's like something else I want to get to because same thing with this, the podcast, you know. How did that idea come about? How did you and, you know, Swerve come up with the Swerve City podcast? You know, because like I said, when I saw that y'all was on the network, you know, we all, you know, that was like, wow, that's a win. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, you know, we've been grinding at this podcast lane for about four years coming up, man. Swerve's my best friend. You know, there's nothing that he doesn't know about me. There's nothing I don't tell him. There's nothing that. You know what I mean? That's my guy. That's my ace. Anything I need, I depend on him. He can depend on me, no matter what it is. We talk every day about business moves, things we're going to do. We give each other pep talks. We just talk as men. Sometimes we talk. It's nothing to do with wrestling. It's, not, it's just life. Our kids. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it, it, uh, it feels real good to be able to have that kind of person. You know what I mean? In your life. It feels really, really good to have that kind of person in your life. And um, we said, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this podcast. So we ended up, you know, we kept on ourselves. If we, if we keep doing it, WWE is going to want it. Because the bigger people that we can get just off the muscle, WWE is going to respect it. So we were able to get six tentative dates of who we wanted on those dates. So we look at the times we wanted to get certain people, we weren't able to get them. But there's a lot of people we weren't able to get because they knew who we were. But during that, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, you know, we were, we're sitting back and we're like, Yo, we're going to go hard. So each week we get together with the guests. We're always working. You know, not a swerve does music. He's always working on that. I'm always working on this. What you working on, bro? I'm working on this. Okay, I'm working on that for the show. And we just keep growing because it's a two-man machine, including our guys who does our, our editing and uh, our editing and our flash camera work. But we keep it moving. You know what I mean? We keep it pushing. And uh, that's what it's always been great. No matter what guests we have, we try to have some kind of a uh, good dynamic to it. We just don't, you know what I mean? We just don't pick anybody for the show. So if you have a good fit with us, you'll fit right in. And that's why we keep our we keep our shows a family environment. You see, we always try to make people laugh. I don't take myself serious on that. Now, you see how you know, you know I I I be mm-hmm. acting a fool on that, but I don't care. You know what I mean? A lot of podcasts, a lot of people hosting. That's thing I like about yourself. You have a very good energy. You can tell you don't take yourself too too seriously at times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Having that having that kind of personality once in a while helps you relate to helps relate to the person you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's not always in this sort of serious mode. We're like, you know, this is not the way it goes. This is the way it's supposed to go. But a clown, we're gonna have, have fun, have a good time. And you know, oh, oh yeah, we have a guest here. You know what I mean? That's how we, we try to do it. We try to make it 
I'm coming into our world. That's how we want it. So that's yeah, it, and that's the, from a fan's perspective, that's what I always enjoy is um you get to see a different side of people, right? Because yeah, you know, people they get you know, it's we in the day and age, you know, we talked about this months ago on Facebook, how everybody think they can podcast, everybody think they can do YouTube, you know, and then they quit soon, right? But nobody takes time to actually learn the craft yep. to invest yep. in the craft. And you can see <clears throat> the people who are on the show, they understand it. You know, they can see they can see right through it. You know, you asking them for their time. Right. They, they don't, you know, they get asked the same stuff over and over again. But when you, you know, uh-huh. you essentially want to make it a party. <laughs> you know, uh, I remember last year for the, um, in the WrestleMania week, we had Blizz on. Me and Dwayne had Blizz on. And we said, you know, this Blizz joins the party because we know how, you know how he be very humble mm-hmm. and, and, and laid He's, back. I, like, thought, I, I, thought, I thought I was humble. I at least got a kind of an a-hole side to me. This man had no a-hole side there at all. <laughs> so we we made him. Enough. You pushed <laughs> me hard enough. I'm going to end up fighting. I'm like, this will, this will turn into a promo real quick. If you try mm-hmm. him, he's like, nah. He's like, nah. Don't worry, but just to, you know, man, it's just, you know, the way that it goes. You know, you know that. You know him. You know, man, yeah. I'm not trying to get involved in that, man. It's just the way it goes. I'm like, I'm like, Blizz, I'm trying to cut head or heads off, bro. And that's the thing, you know. So, like, on that show, we just made him laugh. And we made, we was like, nah, we're going to make you put yourself over, you know. Especially, like, <laughs> yep. you know, doing the uh, documentary, docu-series, you know what I mean? Um, but that's the thing, like. When when people come to the wrestling realm, you know, it's supposed to be one big party. And that's the thing, right. the same thing about the Swerve City podcast I like is it's a big party. You know, right. like seeing my guy Eddie Kingston on there. You Got know, the y'all had, yeah. The you know, it, 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 man, I, I remember, you know, getting a chance to work with him at CZW with Blizz and just, you know, him coming in the locker room, just making everybody laugh, you know. And so that's what I like to see, you know, and like I said, I love what y'all are doing. Um, Absolutely. You know, do you mind? Uh, do you, uh, oh, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take a quick commercial. <laughs> okay. All right. Right. We had um, some series, you know, featuring, I ain't gonna go through all, but featuring Bret Hart mm-hmm. over T, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Then you had Dark Side of the Ring. Mm-hmm. You know, they did a series, you know, a couple on Flying Brian. Ultimate Warrior, which A&E also did one on. Hmm. Um, collision in Korea and a number of so Dark Side of the Ring this is their third season I think it's a yeah, third season uh, A&E this is the first season which I hope we can get some more but what's been your biggest takeaway the biggest takeaway is that as a wrestling fan uh, a lot of these stories are being told with more depth and mm-hmm. uh, more range than what was probably given to them a little bit more rope in regards to the information they can kind of dive into versus what they could or couldn't say before Today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be contacted with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o and be sure to include the wrestling realm in 
how did you hear about Pago section of the application? Shouts out to Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss is good with that too. He's a uh, he's a, he's very active on his Instagram. Uh, even if it's just like likes or likes to you know certain posts or certain comments or whatever. Um, and the, the other because the other part is we took in there was a conversation about with mm-hmm. the whole TN. We we mentioned it on the podcast. I don't want to you know harp too much on you know our past content, but we we had a whole conversation about <laughs> this you know previously, and you know we talked all about how de- how much we could really consider the TNA heavyweight championship into standing you know and ranking against you know keeping it real about what is actually doing in the ring and how he does it all right I'm back ladies and gentlemen uh those are a couple clips uh the first one was an episode of uh the wrestling realms review of dark side of the ring and a and e's docuseries that they had last year so make sure y'all check that out on the YouTube channel. Also, there was another episode from uh, with Black Wrestling Podcast. Uh, that was actually from 2020. We have one in 2021, and they'll be on 2022 to discuss the BRP 50. But we're back with one and only Montezzi. Um, So, you know, Teezy, we was talking about, you know, the Swerve City Podcast, man. And, you know, we talked about the music. What other... Um, not, without going too much, but I, I did see on the YouTube channel that you know you and Strickland have been working on some more music. So, any uh, cool projects that we can look forward to? Yes, man. Um, we are working on our uh, third album together called Tears. Uh, this is our third album coming out. Uh, it will be out, uh, excuse me, March 17th, which is the birthday of the legendary Queen Latifah. So, um, we will put the album out March 17th. Uh, we have a we have two music videos coming out. Check out for our, our song right now, Slow, which is on all digital platforms featuring, featuring Kelsey Lynn. We have a song called Famous Last Words and a song called Tears, which is called Tears Off the Album. Make sure you guys look out for those videos, too. It's fire, 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 firework. Shout out to my bro living his dream and, and um, me being able to help him and go with, be with him along the ride. You know what I mean? Of his of his journey learning music and, and putting his 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 pen, pen in fruition. I, I'm very, very proud of him and all that he's done. You know what I mean? I'm very, very proud of him and all that he's done and how hard he's worked to get to this point. You know what I mean? And um, it's not easy. Being a musician is something that really takes a lot of time. And uh, you have to kind of know it. You got to feel it. You know, it's something you got to feel. People are going to feel it or not. They're going to see if you're trying to play rapper or if you're really, really good at what you do. And shout out to him for, one, taking it serious and being as good as as he is with it and, and listening. And three... I have uh, Erica's Son 3, which is my solo project that's probably coming out. Um, you know, if not the fall, then the season before then. Um, you know what I mean? I, um, I'm really not in any rush. I'm putting out single by single right now, testing the waves. Um, I, and I don't want it to, I, wanted, I don't want it to, um, like the last time we put our, our albums together, Erica's Son and GPS, uh, the last Fair City album came out together. I don't, I didn't want to put our albums out together this time. I don't wanted it to, I wanted Tears to have its own time and then for me to have my own time. My new single, Ego Slide, is out right now. People really like that record, real laid-back record. Uh, check that out on digital streaming platforms. And uh, my song, Other Side, or Swerve, is on all digital platforms as well. All right, all right. So um, when you sit back and you look at, you know, podcasting, music, yeah. You know, right. doing the music videos, man. What's the one thing like 
there's one obviously we all have like bigger goals right like right. what's the one thing that eludes you in your career right now if you had to choose like is it whether it's a grammy whether it's performing at wrestlemania or etc like what's the one thing that you that eludes you that will go back and look at this 10 years from now and say remember on january 4th 2022 when you said you wanted to do this and boom you did it oh that's a good one i'm a journalist man oh i know you know what you're doing brother you you a1 media bro you a1 bro this is not not uh this is not this is not a uh body the body three body slam backflip podcast nah bro you know what you're doing um let me see uh <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> dude, that's a that's an off air convo there. Um, okay. Oh man, can I put it in categories for each day? I, I got you. Go ahead, get it out, bro. Get it out, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Uh, music. I want mm-hmm. to be. Disclaimer. This, I'm not, I said this on the podcast with Eddie Kingston, but I'm gonna say this on this wonderful platform as well. And this is like I this is my ice. This is when the humbleness kind of kind of leaves. And this is when mm-hmm. I say I said what I said. When I said on that podcast for everyone who DM'd me, who asked me, I said I have no problem with all the wrestlers, like they showed last week, the Migos and everybody else who are rappers that come around. Thank you for your support being a wrestler. I I, I exclude Wale from anything because Wale that has shown his appreciation for wrestling. But I wanted to be the first homegrown guy that started in the trenches, in the locker rooms, with the fans. I was a, I'm was a fan myself to being an artist, to making for myself from being, not moving backwards, not being famous, and then saying I'm a wrestling fan. I'm not that guy. I'm going to be built from the trenches, from wrestling, to becoming one of those guys that's out there. They can say, then the wrestling fans and everybody can say, okay, he came from us. We We helped build this guy. You know what I mean? It wasn't, mm-hmm. it's not the opposite way around because guys like us, still a ways it's like, we've been in this, we've been mm-hmm. putting in the sense things don't happen. People got bigger brands and stuff like that. Okay, I'm going to be the guy that started from the bottom. My goal is to be the guy that started from the bottom, started in the wrestling locker rooms in Maryland, worked my way up, worked theme song for free, worked my way up to WrestleCon, performed at WrestleCon, performed at WrestleCade. Performed at uh, the last thing I have to do on my list is something for AEW. That's the last thing I have to do. I did. I, I've, I've written skits for 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 uh, for for Morrison and Miz. I've written like rap skits for them. So I've done. I've done it all. I'm good with that. Now I want to be able to say, okay, let me let's me do some AEW performance for Sammy Guevara, something around that nature, and I can. I have a complete cycle. I've done everything. Now it's time to become that guy from wrestling that's still going to be involved in wrestling, that's still going to be in the trenches to becoming that that that, that next that next tier star. And that's what I want. That's my next goal for, for wrestling moving forward with music. Podcasting-wise, I want us to become syndicated. I want us to become sponsored, syndicated, and, you know, we, we had Donnell Jones. We had Music Soul Child. Now I want us to be the 106 in Park or BET Rap City of wrestling music and wrestling, period. I want us to be that. You know how you have um, what's that amazing show? South eighty five. I mean, what's that? South eighty five with DC Young Fly. Um, <laughs> uh, Young Fly, 
the three comedians and they're in Georgia. Everyone comes South Sally Five, something like okay. that. Yeah, they um everybody comes to their show, so their show becomes like the new. Their show is like the new rap city or something. I want I want us. I want me and Swear's show to be where if you're Ti and you're dropping a new album, you if you're in Florida, you're stopping by us. You know if yeah. you're if you're so and so dropping a new project, you're coming to the Swear City podcast. You know what I mean? Like you, we're gonna be that stop, that next stop from, you know, if you got something coming, you got a new movie, Michael B. Jordan, you're acting on, and you're in Florida, oh, you have to do media, so you have to go sit at that table and do a Swear City podcast interview. That's where I want us to be for uh, foreseeable future for everybody who's out there. You know what I mean? And uh, those are my next two goals: to build the brand to where I could be the homegrown artist to to the Grammys, and then also be the guy that uh people can come to for the podcast for anything new. That is going on. Anybody that's coming out, any movie, anything. Hey, Keanu Reeves. Hey, how you doing? I'm not gonna do many interviews, but you want to talk about the Matrix? It's easy. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, it, man. Okay. That's all. You know, big, big goals, man. You gotta, you gotta. The thing is, too, people gotta realize. One thing I want to say is that when you're successful, sometimes you you and, and you start knocking down goals and, and the momentum goals. The reason why people's momentum stop is because they stop imagining they stop dreaming they stop adding more things hey you know what you know i don't feel like i fuck you know what i don't feel like i'm the best i feel like i'm the best but i'm not the best there's like i told swerve me and swerve had a personal conversation today there's some 18 year old kid out there in canada that is kicking my ass on the mic he's way better than me he's 18 he's way and he's he studied all my moves he knows what i'm doing and he's a wrestling fan and he raps and he's kicking my ass (laughs) on the beats Mm -hmm. But he, he's, but he just doesn't have what I have. But he has the he has the work ethic. What what I have in knowledge, he does. He has in, in work ethic. So, it you know, it's um, it's just all about pushing, and pushing day by day, bro. And that's the goal for everything I'm trying to do. I hear that, bro, man. You 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 are not not a promo. You left late. You dropped dropped the sermon. Thank you. <laughs> you dropped the sermon, the game, bro. I don't I don't do many interviews much anymore because I kind of stay focused on. Things I have to do, but what I do, I try to give them enough game as they can get something. I didn't mean to make that long winded, bro. I just had to. No, nah, I love. Oh no, no, it's all perfect. That's what we need. Um, you know, I always love for people to take away something from the guests, and you know, because like, yeah, we can have a conversation and you can listen to it, but I want people to be able to leave with a nugget, like, man, yeah, I heard TZ on wrestling for the culture on the wrestling realm, and he said something, and that stuck with me, and you just left him with a gym, man. Thank you, yeah, brother. Thank you. Yeah, definitely appreciate that. Well, before we get out of here, let the people know where they can find you. Well, obviously, if they not if they listening on you know Spotify, Apple, or Google, um, let them know. But YouTube, they can see. But also let them know um, which you know where they can get your projects. Man, try to make this as short as sweet as I can because it's like I'm a walking memory bank with this, and I've learned to remember this over my 33 years on this earth. But first. <laughs> You guys can follow me at Instagram. Follow me at Instagram and on Twitter as my brother has on his wonderful screen. He has his graphic art and he's prepared and I need to get better with this too. TZ Joe, see that? See the markings of the Instagram logo and Twitter logo. Make sure you guys follow me there. My phone's been going up lately too. I don't know, man. I, I've been in the gym. Maybe that's working. Um, You know, at, at, for Swerve City Podcast, man, Twitter, at Swerve City Pod. The, uh, the YouTube, youtube.com backslash Swerve City Podcast. The Instagram, Swerve City Podcast Official. I mean, follow my bro Swerve Confident on Instagram too. That's my brother. And uh swallow uh follow him at um well, I said swallow pass. Uh 
follow <laughs> follow him at uh also um yes follow him at Swerve Confident. Make sure you guys uh hit him up on Twitter as well. Um, you know, make sure you guys go to all digital streaming platforms and get all the music that's out there. Erica Sun One, Erica Sun Two coming out later this year, probably sometime in the fall. It depends on what I'm doing. Right now, I'm doing single by single, trying to judge the air. C1 is warm enough for me to do it. The group album Tears from Swerve City will be dropping on March 17th. You guys will be able to hear the third album from us as we are working. Um, you know, I'm executive producer on that album. Swerve is 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 taking directory uh, char- uh position on these on the group music as I do on me. I take my own lead on my own music. This is what I've been doing my whole life. I am going on a 30 state tour. So I will be hitting, I will be hitting uh we just got the cities we will be hitting. The the dates and everything will be coming out near you. I will be over 30 cities. Um hopefully you know I will be stopping by these states and you guys can come see me. More dates are being added and uh, I will be doing 30 state tour, 30 city, 30 state tour, hitting the uh hitting hitting all over the world, hit all 50 states and hopefully we get all 50 states on there. You know what I mean? And uh and rock out and rock out the house. So I will be going on my first professional tour. I'm so ecstatic. I've been working towards this my whole life. I've been in the gym like on a Schwarzenegger getting crazy. I cannot be up there rapping and losing my voice and looking crazy. And he'd be like, yo, who is this dude? This dude's this wrestling dude. This guy sounds terrible. Can't be me. So I'm in the gym. You know what I mean? I'm about to drink some celery juice right now. Get my mind right, get my spirit right, my blood right, my kidneys right. And you know, that's what we're gonna do for that. So I'm getting in shape for this tour. The who's next tour? Montezzi is on the and Swerve will be on some dates as well. I'm bringing my bro on some shows too. So you guys don't have to worry about not seeing my dog. That's my brother. If I'm doing it, I'm going to make sure my brokers are open to come in and do it too. That's how we a package deal. Um, last thing, if you guys want to, please, 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 please hit us up at bnt.com, montezitv at gmail, or Swerve City Podcast at gmail. Hit us up for all book features. The price went up. We're not no longer doing $100 in a box in a bag of Skittles versus no more. Those days are done. You have to pay for what you want. And now, if if, if Brian needs anything, Brian doesn't have to pay anything. But that's Brian, and that's his wonderful podcast. Brian just say, hey, Teasy, I need you to rap. Okay, cool. What you need me to say? Okay, get you in two days. That's it. That's my brother. That's a, this is a, a wonderful wonderful platform. Last thing, follow the rest of realm, Twitter, Instagram. These guys are great. Uh, Amber Rodriguez, Blizz. Brian, shout out to Evan Matt. You know what I mean? We did an album together. You know, Matt, yeah. call me, bro. Call me. Call me, Evan. <laughs> we got to get these videos out. I did a project with him. I'm making music with everybody, man. I'm for the culture, bro. I'm all for the culture. Mm-hmm. Man, it. it was a pleasure, man. Don't go nowhere. I'm going to run this close and let these people know. Um, y'all can follow us. He already told you where, so I ain't got to say it. You see it on the screen. Hit the subscribe button. Until the next time, folks, I'm out. Too sweet.